My name is Darren Stewart. I go to Thurgood Marshall Academy. My name is Kayla Williams, and I'm a freshman at Temple University. The program has helped me by opening my mind to travel more. The Challenge Challenge now in GSF has helped me um, just open my eyes to different cultures, have me, gave me the opportunity to, uh, to learn and speak a different language, and then experience that, and then use that language in um, another country. And just realizing that there are people out there who are not as fortunate as I am. And so it makes me want to help them. Just knowing that you have to always um, be open to new things and never judge anybody. Welcome back to Always Real Talk. We're still here with the A Street Community Development Corporation. We've learned a lot today. We've learned about their A Street's historic uh, past performance in creating retail, 100% affordable housing, its ability to create scholarship funds, $80,000 a year over the last number of years to students right here in the District of Columbia. And Ken, we're back now talking about the Global Scholars Foundation. Tell us a little bit about the Global Scholars Foundation and Dr. Brown, how you play a role in this with and why was it important to, to create it in the first place? It started off as a community global initiative, and we thought that China was not the only place in the world. So we decided to enlarge it, as well as take some of the students who look like me to places that they could see people that look like them. So we've been around the black diaspora of the world and have taken kids to uh, uh, South America, to Brazil, to South Africa, to Morocco, to uh, China, of course. And now the summer will be taking them to Ethiopia and Egypt. And we were very fortunate to hire Dr. Marcia Brown back in 2010. And she has been the leader of this program for some time now. And Dr. Brown, tell us about the, the program in terms of, it's a year-long program? Year-long program. What do they do? Years. So they go to school and they do this? Yes, yes, yes. It's a big commitment. It's, it's a huge commitment. But we tell the students up front during the interview process, if you devote this time to us, we'll make it worth your while. And I think we hold true to our word. And when you say a year long, what, what does that mean? Like, so, what do they do on a monthly basis? Okay, so I'll, I'll take you back to the beginning of the program. We normally uh, start sending out applications in the fall, October. So we started the process in October of 2017. Okay. So by January of 2018, we started getting applications. By March of 2018, we had interviews. We selected the students. They came in for an interview. Then we selected them by May because if they register with Summer Youth Employment Program, the D.C. Summer Youth Employment Program, they can get paid to work with our site. We are a host site. Okay. So we like to let the students know by May if they got accepted so they can also work and earn money for being in our program. So May of 2018, we accepted this new cohort. So from June of 2018 until August of 2018, that was phase one. So they were with us six weeks, five days a week. Uh, depending on your age, you were either with us 20 hours a week or 25 hours a week, according to the summer youth employment schedule. During that time, um, the kids, it's kind of like school. It's, it's a little rigorous. Um, but we teach them soft work skills like how to build a resume, how to interview for a job, how to dress for a job. Mm -hmm. The students, each student has to read a book and do a book report. We take them to... The, they have to read a book? They have to read a book. Um, now, the book, the, the, way you, the way you get your book is, uh, so for the first week of work, 
uh, every student who's ever been through the program and people who know me know I am a stickler for time. So that first week, you know, you have to be at work on time. You, you, have, that's, you just have to be on time. So if you had the first week a good uh, record, a good start off of being on time, then you got to pick the popular, the fun books, the short books, whatever. If you had some issues getting used to getting to work on time, then you had the leftover books that were usually young, long and harder to read. But nevertheless, the students still had to do a book report at the end of the summer. Wow. Um, that's, that's a lot. It's a lot. It's, it's, it's a lot. So they were with I us. I, I think I might have made it. <laughs> <laughs> but we also do improv. Okay. During the summer, they did three classes at the Washington Improv. Uh, we go on field trips. Every Friday, we went to a college in a local area. Um, they you had, say local area. Uh, wow. From here to Baltimore. So okay. we went to uh, Catholic, Howard, American, UDC, Trinity, um, uh, Bowie State, Morgan. So any school that's in a local DMV area, every Friday we would go to a different college. They would eat lunch at the college. We would buy t-shirts, which they still wear on a regular basis. Uh, they would meet with other kids from the college who would give the tour and answer any questions about college life. Um, they even had a fun day at Sky Zone at the end of the summer. So we're not all work, but we're very serious about what we do. So that's the first phase. That's phase and one. That's, and that's the summer phase. That's the summer phase. Okay. So then they take a little break get started in school and then we start phase two which is the longest phase. Phase two goes from September of 2018 until June of 2019. So we're almost done with phase two. So phase two, I tell you what, hold that thought, we come back, we're going to talk about phase two. We, we got phase one, you got to read a book, got to come there on time. <coughs> it sounds very serious to me, but we're going to talk about phase two, what phase two is all about, mm -hmm. and then we'll talk a little bit more about, you know, the financial aspect of what you teach our young folks. We'll be right back right after these messages. Because when we hear about development taking place in the city, we always hear that, man, we can't build affordable housing. It just costs too much money. But you are in partnership and you're doing 100% affordable units and you're still finding ways to fund, you know, community programs that are affecting our young folks. I mean, that's hats off to, to you, your board, and everyone that's continuing to make those tough decisions to continue to stroke that check to make sure that these other programs are, are viable. Um, when you start to look at the sponsorship itself, you can see it on the screen, tell you what the sponsorships are, once you go out, if, if there's other things you want to sponsor outside of the golf tournament, I know that you guys have a, a dinner for when all of the young folks leave the program, graduate mm -hmm. from the program, that means that they have went through you said nine week, nine month, nine months, a nine month program, and they stuck through it, right? And they finished and they completed. Then there's a graduation program that's always sponsored for that. I know you have your language, the language coach, language is short. Looking for anyone who wants to step up and be a sponsor to our language coach, anyone who wants to sponsor and has great access to any airline that's out there. We'd like to hear from you. I think you would want them to reach out. To you. I know some folks out there that are watching and they got airline people, friends that they know that are always looking to do good work. Rewind us back, listen to what they've been able to do and step up to the table. Let's see if we can help our young folks, you know, give them a brighter life, give them something outside of what they're used to seeing. And that's what I, I like. It's not the cream of the crop, it's not the top, it's not the who's who's children in Washington, D.C. 
This is just people that are in D.C. public schools and D.C. public charter schools that you're making a difference in their lives. So we really appreciate it. Why don't you give us the, the, the you gave us the number last time. Give us the website they can go to. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, globalscholars.foundation. Globalscholars.foundation. You see that on the screen. A Street mm -hmm. Development, Community Development Corporation. Their information on the screen. I want to thank you both for coming back. We're looking forward to having some of those young folks in here come on the show and talk about their, their experiences also. We look forward to that real soon. And Kwame, on behalf of the East Street Community Development Corporation and the Global Scholars, we want to thank you and Always Real Talk because it has been real talk today about what we do for our citizens. But no, this is, there you have it. This is our Always Real Talk nonprofit sector. We want to highlight our nonprofits. You're going to see our nonprofits in the city. Uh, that you're going to be looking at their advertisements that we're going to be having. We're going to make sure that all of our nonprofits get some good spotlights for those that we can because they're doing some amazing things in the community that we don't, that some people just don't know about. So if it's always real, you know it's always real talk.